Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. This is your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us this morning. And man, it is a beautiful, cold, crisp morning in the Garden State. And uh, yesterday, the wind chill factor was negative 10. Today, the wind has died down. The uh, temperature early this morning was in the teens, and uh, but the sun is shining and just a, a beautiful late fall uh, morning. It definitely feels like Thanksgiving is around the corner, which it is, and I'm looking forward to that. Today, we are going to uh, continue in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and uh, really the, the home stretch now is we get to the last half of uh, this last chapter in 1 Thessalonians, but but really, we might spend more time in, in the last half of this last chapter uh, than, than we have the rest of the book put together. There's so much in it, and uh, we're going to go through it. And so today, uh, I want us to look at verse 14. Actually, we'll start in verse uh, verse 13, just to give us a little uh, a little background, and then we'll continue into verse 14. We looked at verse 13 yesterday, and it says, And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. And we talked about that, and be at peace among yourselves. And now verse 14, he says, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men." And so here he's giving instruction. He says, I, I exhort you, I'm teaching you, I'm instructing you, I'm, I'm asking you to do this. He says, um, warn them that are unruly. Now that word unruly has to do with being insubordinate. Um, they, they, they don't want to listen to authority. They don't want to follow instructions. They want to do things their own way, uh, with their own, uh, desires. That's unruly. And he says, warn them that are unruly. And, and so the Bible here is very clear. And we live in a day and age where we don't like authority. We don't like, um, people being over us. We don't like being told what to do or how to do it. And we live in a rebellion day and age. Nobody wants authority. But here he says, warn them that are unruly, warn them that are insubordinate, that don't want to follow the authority that God has set up in their life, whether that be authority in their workplace, authority in the home, authority in the church, whatever that is, warn them that are unruly. And and so let me just warn us this morning that God put authority in our life for good reason, and we need to be careful to follow that authority. God put that authority there to to protect us, to guide us, to direct us. And one day the authority will answer to God for how they led us. And we will answer to God for how we followed uh, that authority that is in our life. And then the next thing he gives them, he says, um, uh, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. And then he says, comfort the feeble-minded. Comfort the feeble-minded. Now, uh, that word feeble-minded there is talking about those that are discouraged, those that are faint in their mind, if you will, they're they're to the point in their mind where they're about to quit. And and let me just remind us, that's where the battle always starts, and that's where the battle is either won or lost, is in the mind. And, and there's people today that are around us that are they're feeble-minded, just in, in the point that they've been going through a lot. Life sometimes is hard. The burdens are heavy. And it's not that they physically can't take it anymore, but mentally they've allowed themselves to dwell on their problems. They've allowed themselves to focus on, on all the bad around them. And they're about to quit. They're about to lose the battle in their mind. And he says, comfort, comfort the feeble-minded. And let me just encourage us, if, if you know somebody who, 
man, maybe they're in their mind, they're, they're about to quit. Maybe things are hard and maybe they're going through some tough times. Be a comfort to them. Try to be a help to them. We've all been through tough times. We've all been through hard spots and, and let's be a comfort. Let's be a comfort to those around us and, and to the feeble minded. Maybe they are at a point where their faith is wavering and their faith is shaking and, and they're wondering what, what the next step forward is. Why don't you be there to comfort them and help them take that next step forward to be an encouragement to them? And then he says this, support the weak support the weak. And this just goes along with uh, the same thought. He says, comfort the feeble-minded, but the weak are those that are physically weak. Maybe they have some ailment in their body. Maybe um, their their health is down, whatever it is, but he says, support the weak. And so maybe they can't work like they had been working. Go be a help, a support to them. Maybe they can't get to the church house like they would. Why don't you take some uh, uh, preaching CDs over to them or help them get set up with the, the live stream services. Take them a bulletin, take them some books to read, cook them some meals support the weak. There's people in your church, they're there, but man, they, they just can't get around like they used to. Be a support to them. Be a help to them. Don't just say, well, you're not of any use to us anymore. Let's support the weak. And then um, here's what I want us to see at the end of the verse. Be patient towards all men. Be patient towards all men. You know, something I think we, we, we could use a good dose of in our our work with people today, a good dose of that'll, that'll help our churches. It'll help our marriages. It'll help our, uh, our, our relationship with our children and our families. It'll help our coworkers is patience. You know, we, we, uh, we need to learn to be patient towards people. And here, uh, Paul gives the instruction, be patient towards all men. Uh, let me ask you, how's your patience? Webster defines patience as the suffering of afflictions, pain, toil, calamity, provocation, or other evil with a calm, unruffled temper. Patience is a calm temper which bears evil without murmuring or discontent. Patience is the act or quality of waiting long for justice or expected good without discontentment. Patience is perseverance, consistency in labor or exertion. Patience is the quality of bearing offenses and injuries without anger or revenge. And so if we're working with people, let me just remind us today, it takes patience. Let me give you several things real quick in closing that'll help us develop patience in our life. Number one, remember we're all a work in progress. None of us are perfect yet. I haven't met a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person. And the last time I checked, we're all a work in progress. And if you would remember that we're all a work in progress, it'll help you to have patience towards those around you. It'll help you to develop patience with the people you're working with when you remember that, you know, someday somebody helped you in that same spot they're in. Let's remember we're all a work in progress. None of us have arrived. Secondly, as we develop patience, first of all, remember we're all a work in progress, but secondly, realize potential. Realize potential. Um, Don't see people for where they are right now, but rather for where they could be someday. Sometimes it's easy to get frustrated or discouraged with somebody where they are at and, and the way they're acting, but we need to focus on where they could be someday with some help, some love, and some patience. You know, sometimes all that somebody needs is someone who will believe in them. First Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 7, speaking about love or charity, it says, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, 
endureth all things. You know, sometimes people just need somebody to believe in them, to, to say, you know, I, I know you're not where you should be now, but I believe that God's going to use you in a great way one day. I believe one day we're going to get past this. And so instead of focusing on your spouses, your children's, your coworkers' faults, Let's look at their potential instead. And so developing patience. Number one, remember we're all a work in progress. Number two, realize potential. Number three, be ready for pain. Be ready for pain. The very definition of patience means that there's going to be um, some uncomfortable times. The very definition of patience means that uh, your relationship is going to be put through the fire. It's going to be tried. Um, in fact, patience, sometimes in the Bible, instead of the word patience, the word long suffering is used. And that, that same word for long suffering is also in places translated as patience. And so they're one and the same. Sometimes you have to be willing to suffer long. And so when you're working with people, if you're going to have patience, be ready for pain. Um, relationships are not always easy. We're, we're looking for relationships that are easy far too often when we need to just be ready for disappointment, be ready for pain. People will hurt you. Why? because we're human. You've hurt people. I've hurt people and people will hurt us. So be ready for pain. And number four, return pleasantness. You know, patience is, uh, the Bible says charity suffereth long and is kind. That's the very definition of patience right there. Suffereth long and is kind. You want to show love and patience to people, be able to take what they give you and just return kindness. Just return return love back to them. That's what true patience is. Patience always returns kindness no matter what's thrown at it. And then lastly, as we develop patience, be resolute on the path. Be resolute on the path. We, we give up way too easy. Decide no matter what happens, no matter uh, how hard it is, you're not going to give up. No matter how tough the journey is, you're going to be resolute on the path. Don't give up on people. Don't give up on people. We're way too easy to give up on people in our day and age. You know, I, I think if you're going to have a marriage that lasts into the decades, it's going to take patience and it's going to take determination. You can't give up. You can't give up. If you're going to have a, a good relationship with your children, it's going to take determination and patience. It's going to take not quitting. And so um, this morning, as we look at First Thessalonians chapter 5, it says, um, Now exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, Comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. How's our patience this morning? God bless you. Let's pray. Lord, we sure love you. Father, thank you for the opportunity to open your word, to study it, to read it. Help us to live it and obey it. Help us to be a witness for you. Lord, I, I pray you would just watch over and lead and guide in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening.